Hello, welcome to the Little Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Mitchell. I cannot believe that in a few weeks, on September 1st, I will be celebrating the one-year anniversary of this podcast. It has been really fun for me in the last few months to go back and listen to old episodes and really see the amount of growth and learning that I've experienced, and I'm so excited to see what else is going to come my way. I've talked to amazing people. I have been able to share some really incredible stories, and I've been so inspired. I had something different in mind for this week's episode, and actually the next couple of episodes I had a plan in place, but sometimes things need to change, and this is my podcast, and I get to do what I want, so I am making a couple of changes to what is coming down for the next few weeks. I was going to share another story having to do with fishing, but I kind of already shared one in the episode titled Midnight Sun, episode 44, which I'll link in the show notes. Um, I have a lot of fishing stories to tell from my trip to Canada, so those will be coming. But I decided I didn't want to share a fishing episode again. I have another fish story. It'll come, but I, uh, I decided on something different this week. So please enjoy this week's episode titled, It's Just a Game. Every now and then, I need to be knocked upside the head when my priorities get a little bit out of whack. And 2022 seemed to be the year where I was going to get a big lesson on the importance of having my priorities aligned correctly. I think a lot of people would say that during the quote-unquote pandemic years, they probably learned the most in 2020 and 2021. But for me and my husband... 2022 was the year of growth and learning for us. We had a lot of things happen that stretched us, that uh, taught us a lot of lessons. And um, some of those experiences weren't fun. And um, I don't always look back on them, those experiences fondly. But I do know that there was wisdom in the way the Lord interacts with me and the way Heavenly Father interacts with me because of the amount of of learning that I did in 2022. And I want to share three stories that illustrate this point. They all are centered around the exact same topic, basketball specifically, um, but in very different ways all three times I was taught a very important lesson, and I'm excited to share those with you today. The first story happened in early 2022. My husband, who's a business owner, had some pretty crazy things happening at his work, Um, and they weren't, they weren't fun experiences. (laughs) They weren't, they weren't great. Um, It required a lot of extra work on his part to be able to figure these things out. And I'm not going to go into any sort of detail or specifics of what was actually going on. But suffice to say, it was a really, really hard few months. And my husband was doing everything that he could to try to get everything in line so that his stress and anxiety could be relieved and his business could continue to flourish and It took a lot of extra work on his part, and then I was able to help him a lot for several weeks trying to get things 
straightened out and I know a lot of people's interest is peaked right now, but no, I'm not giving any details and uh, everything's all worked out now. So everything's fine, but it was a very hard couple of months. And one day I walked into the gym for my daily workout. I work out a lot and I've mentioned that before. And during that time, my workouts really kind of became therapeutic. It was an opportunity for me to kind of separate myself from the situation that was going on and interact with friends and um, kind of clear my mind a little bit. I walked in one day and there I have a friend at the gym and we always have good natured smack talk between the two of us regarding basketball, specifically my love of the Utah Jazz and his love of the Golden State Warriors. And we were coming up on playoffs, you know, NBA playoffs were going to be coming up pretty soon. And he kind of got my attention. And I think maybe the Jazz had recently lost a, an important game or something along those lines. And um, he just started giving me some some good natured uh, hassling, you know, heckling. And I said, oh, you know, I, I actually haven't watched any games in the last few weeks. Now, that's a big deal for us. Um, my husband's a season ticket holder for the Utah Jazz. We very rarely miss any games. And if we don't get to go see them in person, we're watching them on TV and we're cheering and we're, we're having a great time. And I said, you know, I, there's been some things going on and I just haven't been able to devote the time to watching any jazz games. And he was very surprised by that. And I said, you know, I was surprised by these words that came out of my mouth, but I just looked at this friend and I said, it's just a game. It's only basketball. I've got, I've got other things that I need to deal with right now. And he looked at me and knowing this person, it made perfect sense because he said, you're right. It really is just a game and uh all was well I went on I did my workout everything was fine fast forward a few more months things had gotten calmed down at my husband's business and we were playing in the first round or of the playoffs I think it was the first round the Utah Jazz were were playing and we were playing against the Dallas Mavericks and we ended up getting kind of better seats than what we usually have. And we were sitting really close to the court, not quite court side, just about two rows back. And we don't normally sit there, so it was a big deal. And I happened to glance behind me and about three rows up from my husband and I, I saw Elder Ronald A. Rasband from the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I turned to my husband. I said, oh, my gosh, there's Elder Rasband. He's at a jazz game. And it was funny because he was in his suit and tie. And um, if you're familiar with the apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, they're pretty much always found in a suit and tie. But you would expect that maybe they would go to a jazz game and be able to go in like a polo shirt. But for whatever reason, maybe he came straight from from the church office building or something. But he was in full suit and tie. And we actually went up and 
we took a second to speak with him for a minute and he was so gracious to talk to my husband and I, but during the game, every now and then I would kind of glance behind my shoulder and see him and he had a very pleasant, serene smile on his face. I believe he was there with some grandchildren and, uh, but I didn't really see him over the top cheering a ton. He was just enjoying the atmosphere, probably enjoying being there with his grandchildren. And this game ended up turning into a total nail biter. And it came down to buzzer beaters and we won. And so it was incredible. But um, I think we maybe saw him pump a fist one time. But Elder Rasband was just sitting there enjoying it. And my husband and I both said, independent of each other, um, we said, wow, it's almost like he knew that there are things in this life that are more important than basketball, that to him, this was just a game. He was there with his grandkids, but the outcome didn't have any impact on any of his feelings. And it's like he knew (laughs) that this wasn't the most important thing going on in the world. And then about uh, maybe a month later, the Jazz had been eliminated from the playoffs, which was a bummer. But there was a horrific school shooting in Texas in the United States. And it happened the day that the Golden State Warriors were supposed to play um, in Dallas to play against the Dallas Mavericks. And I was taken aback by the reaction of the Golden State Warriors head coach, Steve Kerr. He came out and, you know, the coaches always give a press conference before the game. And they're talking about, oh, these players are injured or this is going on with our team or maybe these people will start or this guy's in good health or what have you. Just kind of giving updates. And he came out and he addressed the press who were there. And he said, I'm not going to talk about basketball. I'm not going to talk about the game. I'm not going to talk about any. And he said, um, we're, we're starting. We're going to play. It's fine. And then he went on to give a very impassioned speech regarding this school shooting. Now I could get super political and get into everything he was saying about senators and voting on these bills and doing all of this regarding gun control and gun safety and all of that, but I'm not going to. The point is in that, in that moment, in that two minute press conference speech that he gave, and he didn't take any questions from any, any journalists or anything. Um, to him, basketball is just a game. And now he has lots of championship rings. He played with Michael Jordan um, when they won the championship. He's won championships as a head coach. He's a decorated basketball player and basketball coach. He knows his stuff. But to him, in that moment and in that time, it was just a game of basketball. It's just a game. And these three experiences all kind of came flooding into my mind 
in 2022. In all of these circumstances, I was instructed about the importance of priorities. Now, our family, like I said, we're huge fans of the Utah Jazz. We follow all of the trades. We follow all of the players. We former players were up to date on what they're doing in their on their new teams and we buy the merch and we go to the we go to the games and we watch the games and all of the all of the things you would think about for a family that has loyalty to their hometown team but it was instructive for me to have these three experiences teach me that it's it's so much more important to make sure that my priorities are aligned with the things in my life that matter the most. Do I think that Heavenly Father is looking at my family enjoying a basketball game and being disappointed? No, especially if we're spending time together or my husband takes a, one of our kids on a special outing to go to the jazz game. Do I think Heavenly Father is disappointed in that? Absolutely not. I think he wants us to spend time together. I think he wants us to have um, a common activity that the eight of us can all do together and enjoy together. Together, I think that makes Heavenly Father happy. Where I think he would get disappointed is if we said, we're going to the jazz game in place of serving somebody in our neighborhood. Or we're going to the jazz game and when we walk out of the doors of the stadium, we see somebody who is maybe homeless or down on their luck. And even though we have cash in our pocket, we can't, we can't sacrifice a little bit to help that person. Or we're going to the jazz game and we're... Uh, giving a little too much trash talk. Those are the times when I think Heavenly Father gets gets frustrated and gets disappointed in us as disciples of Jesus Christ because at that point, our priorities are completely misaligned. Um, I'm reminded of a talk that was given in October of 2007 by um, then Elder Dallin H. Oaks. Um, he is currently in the first presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. At the time, he was in the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. But he gave a talk that a lot of people really resonated with and really responded to because I hear it quoted all the time. Um, the talk was titled, Good, Better, Best. And he talks about how we need to make sure that we're not sacrificing the best so that we can have the good the the good is is fine but there's so many better things we can be doing with our time with our resources with our experiences and there was one specific quote in this talk and I will link this talk in the show notes so you can go and listen to it because it really is so profound but he says as we consider various choices we should remember that it is not enough that something is good. And then he also shares the story of Mary and Martha in the New Testament when Jesus Christ came to visit the sisters and um, Martha became so um, 
anxious about doing the dishes and making sure that the house looked perfect and making sure that everything was in order because that's what she wanted to give to the Savior. Her her desire to have a clean place for him to sit and, and food prepared, those aren't bad. Those aren't bad desires. But then the Savior contrasts it with her sister Mary, who sat at the Savior's feet to learn from him and be taught. So again, it's like Elder Oak said, it's not enough for something to just be good. I honestly believe, like I said earlier, that Heavenly Father isn't disappointed that we're fans of the Utah Jazz. He is going to be disappointed if we do the wrong thing with that time. I, I love the opportunities that I have to go on date nights with my husband to go to a jazz game because we're having fun together. We're enjoying one another's company. Um, but I always want to make sure that we're doing, doing things like going to jazz games or doing things like going on, on dates or the times that we spend with our family, that it is meaningful, that it is going to be something that's going to bring us happiness and that ultimately we can glorify heavenly father and our savior jesus christ because ultimately what it comes down to it's just a game Thank you so much for tuning in to listen to this week's episode. And just as a little bit of a heads up, this coming Saturday, August 19th, there will be a special little mini episode released with a very darling little nine-year-old girl who has been so excited for me to interview her for the podcast. So I hope you'll listen to that episode as well. As I come up on my one-year anniversary, which is September 1st, I am hoping to hit 5,000 downloads before that day. You can definitely help me with this. If this episode or any other episodes have been meaningful to you, please share them. Share them with friends and family and put them on social media. Um, And as always, please leave ratings and reviews. That actually, I don't know how, I don't understand the technology behind it, but that actually really helps the spread of the podcast. So if you are listening on an app that allows you to leave a rating or review, please take a minute and... Tell me if I'm doing a good job. Tell me if I'm doing a bad job. But if I'm doing a bad job, please say it nicely. Um, You can always find me over on Instagram at the Little Lessons Podcast. While you're there, you can see updates about episodes and guests. You can also see some other fun, uplifting content, sometimes silly content. You can also DM me on Instagram if you have an idea or a suggestion for an interview or if you would like to be interviewed yourself. Additionally, you can also email me littlelessonspod at gmail.com. And with that, I invite you to go out into the world and look for the little lessons that Heavenly Father is sending, especially to you.